Take social studies off the back burner with time-saving, easy-to-prep, and engaging resources at your fingertips. If you're a third through fifth grade educator who wants engaging and quality social studies resources all in one place, wants to maximize your time to prep and teach social studies, and you want social studies to be fun for your students, you might be a good candidate for the Smart and Simple Social Studies membership. This is something that I'm currently in the works of finalizing and putting the finishing touches on. You can get on the waitlist to be notified when the membership will be open. All you have to do is go to smartandsimplesocialstudies.com. Once you join the waitlist, you will be in the know on when the membership will be open next. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Social Studies Teacher Podcast. This is a fun one because I'm going to be talking about my favorite teacher supplies as if you're listening to this in real time, you know it's probably that time of the year where you're setting up your classroom and you're getting everything in order before your students come to you for the first day of school. So I wanted to share with you some of my favorite teacher supplies that I love using in the classroom and just handy items that can be used throughout the year. This is the Social Studies Teacher Podcast, a show for busy elementary teachers looking for fun and engaging ways to easily add social studies into their classroom schedule without feeling overwhelmed or pressed for time. I'm Kirsten of the Southern Teach, an educator and mom who is passionate about all things social studies. I love sharing ideas and strategies that are low prep and easy to implement, so let's dive in together. The first is a teacher lanyard. So I always had this around me. It was like, do I have my car keys? Do I have my wallet? And do I have my teacher lanyard? On my lanyard, I'd always have the little key card that you can get to scan in order to get in the building and a badge, of course, your ID badge for your district, and also just any extra keys related to cabinets and all of that stuff. So that would all be on my teacher lanyard and I would wear it every day. It was always a part of my outfit. I had a rainbow lanyard. I still have it. And this is something that was handmade by um, an Instagrammer named Alicia Makes. I will link her because she always has the cutest teacher lanyards. She sells on Etsy and usually she'll tell you, I think she does it every month. She will do a launch every month and you have to be super quick because it usually sells out pretty fast. So those are one of my favorite lanyards to use. But of course, Amazon has some really cool ones. If you're somebody who doesn't like something hanging around your neck, you can always get one of those little um, clips that you can extend. It's attached to some type of stretchy string. So that's always good to use. But that's one of my teacher supplies that I always had to have every single day. The next is flare pens. I am a flare pens girl. I used to do the ink joy, um, but I really just like the feeling 
as you're writing things, it makes, you know, I don't know, just the way it feels as you're writing. I had all the colors and I would always use flare pens when grading and on teacher lesson plans. One thing about grading is that I never really used the typical red pen because I heard from a teacher in grad school that red is considered like a symbol of death and just unluckiness in um, just certain cultures. And so I kind of took that to heart and I've always used just different markers or colors other than red. Very rarely would I use red just because of that. But flare pens make it a lot more fun and brighter on students' papers as you're grading them. Next up is the full focus planner. This is super integral in my life right now. I wish I had it when I was teaching. I had a typical planner that, you know, you'd have um, the blocked schedule and I'd usually enter in what I needed to do for the day. Um, Not really super crazy about it. But the full focus planner, it is mainly focused on doing your big three, daily three things. So instead of having a long to-do list, thinking of three main things that you would like to get done, that you must get done, I should say. And then there's a list for extra things that you might or may be able to do if you have time after you complete those big tasks. So it helps me prioritize what I really need to focus on. It's really great to integrate with what you're teaching, like what you need to do job-wise and home life, like chores and just any events that are happening in your family. I It's my all-in-one planner, basically. So I love the Full Focus Planner. I highly recommend it. It's created by Michael Hyatt. So this is something that a lot of people utilize and it's really great for um, really anybody, not just teachers. Next up is post-it notes. So simple, but always great. This is where I would put some miscellaneous reminders. Um, Maybe I might write a note to students. Actually, something I do recommend is the first week of school, if it hasn't happened for you yet and you're listening to this in real time, use the post-it notes to just write a nice sentence or two about your students in the first week. So for every single student, they will get a post-it note throughout the week It's a really nice way to connect and just know that you're listening to them as you're knowing each other and getting to know each other. It's really great kind of to just, you just kind of put it on their desk that they can read. It's something that brightens their day. So definitely recommend, that's one way to use the post-it notes, but just in general, just having it on hand for anything. Maybe you have to make some master copies and I always labeled them like based on the days of the week. And so I would have, you know, put in some sticky notes on which what I needed a copy or how many copies I needed. So you can always use sticky notes for pretty much anything. It's like a must have on your teacher desk. Next, the Mr. Sketch markers. I could not live without these. They are what I use whenever I was creating any anchor chart papers. I would be using those sketch markers in advance and sometimes with the students and students would be able to use them as well. I'd put them in the special bin. That would be one of our classroom rewards is that you get a special caddy and a special art caddy with fun um, art material that you get to keep at your desk all day. So that's something that you can add in there as well. 
So sketch markers are fun to have used for small groups. I used it for anchor chart paper. There's a lot of different ways to use it and they also smell really delicious. Next up is the personal laminator. I have, I think I bought one and then I couldn't find it. So I bought another one, but this was like a few years after it. And then I found it. So now I have two personal laminators. This is great if you need just a couple of pages laminated, just a small project, or maybe you're kind of frustrated because the laminator line is way too long and you don't have enough time. You like, you need to get these laminated. That's where you can use that personal laminator. It's usually one of the, it's used, I mean, you can buy it at Target, Walmart. It's pretty much everywhere and it's really inexpensive, really great to use for small things like a page or two or three that you need to do. And I mean, you just press the button, you turn it on. They have those pocket slips that you just slip the paper in um, and you can just put it through the feed and it will laminate what you need. Some thing I've found is that they are a little thicker. The pages are a little thicker than your typical industrial sized laminator that you might see in your school's copy room, but it's really sturdy. It's just handy when you need it in a pinch and you just don't want to wait or go all the way up the stairs or wherever you have to go to get it laminated. And leaning into the next one, a personal cutter. So this is something I also found at Target. This was, uh, it's called Fisker's brand. I have a Fisker's brand and it's a very mini version of the industrial sized cutter you might have in your um, teacher workroom or copy room. Um, this is also really good for small projects that you need cut. Like you, you printed off a set of task cards for a small group that you're going to be doing in like 20 minutes and you just need it cut and you don't want to use scissors. You just can easily slip that through. Um, it could also be used, you know, students could possibly use it. I would say that with caution because, uh, depending on the students you might want to consider, but it's definitely something that's really handy to have in your classroom so that you don't have to go to a workroom and, you know, wait for all of that to get done. But it's great for small projects. I'd say it's pretty much good for one or possibly two pages at a time. Definitely one page of cardstock. All right, going into Astrobrights. Astrobrights are really great. I love the neon ones. They have the pastel kinds and they have the neon ones. And you can get this pretty much anywhere as well, Office Depot, Target. But if I ever needed to copy any important handouts, um, like newsletters to send home or some type of permission slip or any type of announcement, anything that would go home in our Tuesday folders, that's what I would use. I'd use those Astrobrites. And also I'd use it to copy any fun activities or something that just needed to be laminated and put in a station. So of course I'd never, you know, if we had any independent work, I would usually use uh, regular white paper. Like most of the stuff where I needed to make bulk copies of, it would be white paper. But there would be some activities, maybe like a project, something where I wanted to differentiate that it was like something special and I didn't want to use color, I would use those Astrobrites, and it was a really great way to kind of, you know, just have on hand. And sometimes I'd have it in like um, my tin drawer organizer, I'd have some colored paper, and depending on the activity that they were doing, maybe it was indoor recess, I'd let students have some of the Astrobrite. I had a ton of Astrobrites. Like 
combined with what I had and what our school had, it was just a lot of astrobytes going on. And so um, on special occasions, I'd let my students have some of the papers and draw and make stuff with it as well. All right, next up, we've got chart paper. So these, the specific chart paper that I'm talking about are the ones that have the stick on the back, like the adhesive on the back. And I believe they're Post-it brand. Not sure, 100%, but I will make sure to try to link that. But this, I used the chart paper to create anchor charts to stick around the room. When I started the first day of school, when I set up, most of the bulletin boards around my room were empty. Very rarely would I have it completely filled out. What I liked to do was add a couple of things. One thing I liked to add was chart paper, and I'd have specific bulletin boards for each subject. So ELA would be, uh, you know, in one area, social studies would be in another area, and I'd use the chart paper after we filled it out and did the activity together, I would stick it where the bulletin boards were. Sometimes if I'm doing, you know, different routines or procedures or steps to doing something like setting up notebook, I'd make that anchor chart and I'd stick it somewhere on the wall. It was just really convenient to have that sticky aspect of it so I can pretty much put it anywhere. And that was part of my decoration for my classroom. So I did not have all of these little tiny things that I cut and prepped all in advance. Most of my decoration was the anchor charts that I created with students or on my own. And then the other aspect of what I would put on bulletin boards was student work. So any student created work that they've done that I thought was really fun and could look really nice to hang up, that is what I would put on my walls. So that is part of how I decorated my classroom. All right, the last teacher supply that I feel like is a must to have are neon color dry erase pockets. These are so easy to use for pretty much anything. You could use it for stations. Um, Like what I'm envisioning is if you have task cards, you can always like take a set, put a dry erase marker on that, and have a recording sheet that you can put in that dry erase pocket, put some task cards in there, and you're done. And that station is set up. So all students have to do is grab that dry erase pocket. They can take out the marker, take out the task cards, leave the recording sheet in, and then they can fill it out and do the activity. Um, Also using it in small group. If I wanted to reuse something, maybe I'm using it with multiple groups, I would put it in a dry erase pocket, and we would use it with the dry erase markers and you know, I'd be able to erase it and reuse it. So that's one of the things I love it is that you can pretty much use it for anything and it's reusable. Um, You know, I'd have students help clean it up, but with word work, any type of writing activity, small group work, task cards, I would always use these dry erase pockets. They are definitely a must to have in the classroom. All right, so that's just a roundup of my favorite teacher supplies Maybe you've heard of a lot of these, or if not all of these, but if you haven't heard of it, consider checking them out and seeing what you can do to add them to make your life a little bit easier this year. So that is it for the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this fun little episode. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks for listening to the Social Studies Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can also find me on Instagram at 
the Southern Teach. I can't wait for you to join me in the next episode for more teacher tips and strategies. Something's a brewing at the Southern Teach TPT store. If you have not heard already, I'm in the works of creating a year-long social studies curriculum for communities, Texas history, and U.S. history. The guided smart and simple social studies curriculum is daily lessons and activities that are bite-sized and can easily be implemented in 30 to 45 minutes. It's teaks aligned for all you Texas teachers, but it's still flexible enough to use in any order or with any state curriculum. And each social studies unit has everything you need to simply teach social studies. Easy to follow lesson plans, guided notes, practice activities, exit tickets, and so much more. It's everything you need to implement engaging social studies lessons that students love and teachers enjoy because it's so comprehensive and super easy to prep. Right now, you can purchase any of the bundles for 20% off. If you're interested, you can head over to my TPT store. The link is in the description, and my name is The Southern Teach.